0: yo 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 what's good guys it's your boy hob this is episode 10 of the revolution pod hashtag the rib pod here with the gentleman uh greg the gentleman victorious what's good what's good guys holler at the people
1: what is up my homies
0: what up, everybody? Yeah, awesome. Love it. Yeah, we're here uh, Wednesday night like we usually, you know, we're usually we're doing our usual thing, rocking and rolling. It's Wednesday night. We're actually it's a little bit earlier tonight. It's about 930, uh, Wednesday the 27th. Tons of talk about as always. The, Rev just, the Revs just um, broke the season win record for the MLS in points. They yep. took a nice little victory tonight uh, against the Rapids at home. Uh, Red Sox going on. Well, that just ended. Celtics starting up um you know we got the international talk our fantasy teams um you know it's the same stuff that we always talk about guys we're gonna hit on so uh we appreciate everyone listening we appreciate all the love um if you are able to uh hit like or review the pods that's huge that's um that's massive for us in the little algorithm game so we appreciate that um but yeah i'm just gonna you know we're gonna kick it right off kick it right off um i think we might have a special guest visitor tonight but we'll keep that under the wrap for a little bit um but yeah, I know AEW was on tonight. Victorious. So I saw a little bit of that. I saw your girl DMD Britt Baker. <laughs> yeah, she's straight from Pittsburgh. Yeah, man. she she's Pennsylvania for sure. Yeah, she's badass. Um, but yo, let's start it off like we usually do. Uh, of course, we want to say thanks as always for everyone. I you know, if you want the socials, hit up the last hit up the last episode. We're out, we're out there. We're trying. I know Victorious is getting active on Twitter. Uh, we got some love over there from you, from your wrestling man. Um, so you can speak on that, your boy Melo. Yeah, but, uh, Carmelo Hayes, hey, I woke up,
2: well, woke up this morning, and tweeted out, and again, I'm still trying to get myself familiar with the Twitter game. And homeboy, homeboy retweeted my tweet from his performance
0: last night, so that was pretty cool. But we'll yeah. talk later about that. No, you love to see that for sure. You love to see that for sure. So now we're, um, you know, we're excited to get it going. So Greg, you want to jump in? like you usually do hit us hit us off on the revs talk we can jump uh vic and i can jump in piggyback off of you but exciting times like we've been talking about as always man
1: yes yes yeah fellowships on uh cloud nine right now uh so since last week you know they've been uh packing in a bunch of games right now coming out of the international break um so they played orlando on sunday tied them 2-2 uh they were down early in the second half down 2-0 uh A guy, Buxa, who's been hot, um, scores twice, the second time in the 90th plus three uh, to tie the game and take one point there. Uh, Just, you know, it was a messy game. It was uh, in the rain down in Orlando. uh, So they escaped with a point there. Um, And, you know, that's... But just
2: like, like, you know, but Greg, like it it really speaks to the resilience of this team. You know, I, I just, for me it's impressive i watched that game or was kind of following it and just kept
1: saying like they're not going to get anything out of this
2: and they pulled it off
1: it just comes out yo, of nowhere it's just like yo, you know they grind just keep doing their thing no other grimy. team is like dictating what they're doing it's like we're just going to keep doing our thing and we know what's going to work and they're just so confident right now
0: for sure yo grimy conditions um I know my man, Dustin. I was talking to Dustin. He lives in Orlando. And he, last time I linked up with him, he was actually talking about that. He's, you know, he supports that team or what have you. Um, so I was like, I, I was, I was hollering at him and I was like, yeah. and he got in our listener league. Right. We can talk about that yep. uh, for DFS. But um, yeah, I talked to him. He was like, yeah, I had to make a business decision. Like it's pouring out here. So he's like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't make the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I, re- I was like, I Yo, respect, you know what I'm saying? Respect. Should um, need a, a to Sunday night game? Yeah. Downpouring, you know. It was a Sunday night too, but yo, Buksa came up with a big brace. And I saw yo. some trans transfer rumors on Buksa.
1: Yeah, there's some new hot news on that. What's what's the scoop?
0: Well, I know we I think we touched on it uh in prior pods or, or the rumors out there before on the mill, but uh Leicester City.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Leicester City talking about you know like a seven, eight million dollar transfer for Buksa.
2: I mean, I'm looking at this guy's finishes, and I mean his quality finishes. I mean, these headers are like bro, he's six
0: he's six three. He's huge, man. He's huge. He's 25, you know what I'm saying?
2: 25, Polish international, scoring goals, uh, literally
0: on the team, uh, the best regular season team of all time. Ever. Yeah, I was thinking too, um, you know, this team is obviously record-breaking like we talked about. They got studs all over the place. We know Buchanan, Dejan, who scored tonight. um, And and I'm not sure if you touched on that, Greg. My bad. I missed it if you did.
1: Um,
0: But, um, you know, I, I don't know how you know, this team's going to look next year. I mean, what, what do you guys, I think we got to like, you know, put all the chips on the table right now. Like, cause this team might, I'm assuming it's going to be broken up. Right.
1: Yeah. You could think there's, there's going to be some differences, but it just, I, as long as um, uh, Bruce arena's here, just, I have a ton of confidence that there's going to be a next man up and he's going to keep continue to bring people into the organization. You know, he's, he's not just the manager coach, you know, he's, he's overseeing the entire development program. he's watching these kids and bringing people in Um, and just how rapidly he turned the team around for how they were in the dregs of the league, you know, the early part of last season, you know, whatever it was six games in where he ended up taking over and then they just went on a run and, you know, come this season, just. It's unbelievable. It It, it really is. It's actually
2: quite, quite, quite an amazing turnaround. I mean, I, I spoke on it last pod. It didn't feel like it was all that long ago where we were going to games and it was like dead ass crowd or just the energy wasn't there. I mean we were a shit team um and and by shit team, I mean not like totally at the bottom, but maybe we were. I can't even I remember, know. but it wasn't
0: good I don't, it's weird because I think about like if you look at the roster, it's not like if we've had major turnover
1: you know right
0: but right. between when Bruce got here and who was who was here before um what's his face Matt Reese Come on yeah. no, no, um uh guzan was it no uh, no it
1: wasn't guzan not guzan
0: you know who i'm talking about uh, brad friedel
1: brad yes. friedel thing. come on yeah,
0: brad friedel like yo tottenham hotspur yo c- come on brad friedel yeah, he just i mean that man. was a very 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 bad coaching performance it's terrible like that, dude. i mean that was shit well that's why I, I was saying like the roster is not it's not like if the rosters did a complete shift you know what i'm saying well, Still I've a bunch of never, major parts
2: Remember they had those guys from like Central America. They had like, I mean, and maybe they're still on
1: the team, but
2: that like, uh, Cicero,
1: yeah, still there. yeah, exactly. he's gotten a little bit of burn, but
2: right. But I mean, those those are the guys where we were looking at to be like, oh, you know, they're gonna kind of help us and take us to this next level, and that that's not that has not been the case.
0: Honestly, yeah. like I, I know we don't, you know, we we don't have like Kellen Rowe. We lost like Di- we left Diego Fagundes go, but like I don't, I don't know. It's the, the, like the, the, if we the, did it crazy it matters. Matters.
1: and even even during this season too it didn't seem like it mattered when they had all the studs out uh heel was out for how long the um,
0: yep. six know, other,
1: other guys doing their international duty and they just kept rolling it's 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 unbelievable yeah uh, no, so it's... You know, just i'm not i'm not too concerned about it and obviously the the money's coming in the door so the crafts are pretty excited about it we'll take that seven million spot and, and start distributing it maybe start yeah. buying up some more uh making some well, so well, you got investment,
2: right? I mean, and I don't know. I mean, I don't really see the revs being a team going for like other players in the
1: league, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, like are
0: they a buying team? Well, they're, they're not designated really designated
1: players. They've started to make more investment. So obviously, crafts yeah. trust right trusts them because they're making they're they're definitely making larger um designated international player purchases. So and whoever's I mean, they, making those losing, decisions. Then, sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I was going to say, like, obviously, we know who's making those decisions. It's Bruce. And those are decisions that, you know, you think of a guy like Gustavo Bo. I mean, he was all in, was very, very confident, very sure. This is the guy coming in from Boca Juniors, as we all know, or if you don't know, the Argentinian League, uh, one of the better teams down there. Took him from there, knew what he was doing, and look what this guy's doing. Yep. Yeah, so honestly, not, that's not a bad um, league uh,
0: in the grand scheme of things, right?
2: I yeah. mean that that league is not you know not many people can play in that league. That league is you know so like, different.
0: Yeah. Yo, um, Greg, hit us up. I, I mean, I touched on it a little bit. I mean, you want to speak about tonight in the record-breaking game? Um, you know, got that. So uh, and obviously we won the Supporters Shield. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like
0: that goes that goes without saying. We've been touching on it all you know all episodes you know this this year, but they took the Supporters Shield. Now they got the record for points. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, so actually,
1: put him at, after the after the Orlando game. That put him seventy. The record was seventy-two, and then the game tonight. Uh, unfortunately, I'm I'm reporting to you guys from uh, Cleveland, so I wasn't able to watch the game, um, but I was able to sort of track the the game cast on ESPN, um, and then you know Buc- uh, Buchanan scores. Um, they take the game one zero against a pretty quality Colorado team. Yep. Um, and that puts them over. So they they got the record now at seventy three, beating the record of seventy two previous record. Um, so you yeah, know, with the game
0: in the bag too. Yeah, yeah. I
1: did I did catch the game, um, or at least caught
2: the tail half of it, and I did see the goal. Um, it was a nice, well worked goal by Buchanan on the right hand side, just doing some dribbling, drew the defender inside the box, right, you know, right right footed shot, um, you know, uh, low corner bottom. Uh, beautiful finish. Uh, before that, he had flopped a few times. Um, truthfully, surprised he didn't get a yellow card. Probably should have. But that's my only, that's my only. And I think anybody would would see that. You know, he he is a little bit of a flopper. But outside of that, um, you know, the the guy is phenomenal.
0: Now nah, he's definitely been rock solid, and he's, like I was saying, he's part of that wave, or I don't even know if it's a wave, but he's definitely gone next year to Club Bruges uh, in Belgium. sold, yeah. sold. That's uh, sold, right? That, you know, just like, um, you know, my man Costa, hopefully selling some houses on the market. Oh, <laughs> yeah, But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's you know, who, who knows what this team's going to look like next year, but we know this year it's a record-breaking team, supporters' shield winning team. Um, and I know I, I mentioned, uh, uh, you know, I tossed it out to you guys I want to talk about relegation, but we can talk about that. Either now or at the end of you know we're gonna get into our little international mix. Um, Anything you guys want to finish up on the revs on? But you know you know we got one game home against Inter Miami. We got the record in the bag. I mean, what's so what's what do you think? Do we play out the starters next game? Do we sit them? Do we like what do you guys? What's your thoughts on that?
1: I think Bruce had said on um, um, Beetle and Zoe uh, last week. Uh, That he yeah, he intends to show that playoff lineup the last game of the season because they do have like an abnormally long layoff. And so they don't want want to give those starters that additional layoff. So he he wants them to try to keep them as fresh as possible. So I expect them expect them all to be there uh, for that last game.
0: Well, it's an international break, right? Uh I think the internet which is weird, like this we're talking this is the last week of October, November's knocking around the corner it's It's wild to already be talking like this, but yeah, that's what happens when you roll ten episodes, you know, ten episodes deep, ten episodes in a row, ten weeks, you know that's how we've been doing Time flies, man. Life mm-hmm. comes at you fast, um, yeah, I don't know. We got this little break then last game I, I don't know if they played the starters. I probably played for like a half or. Obviously, I, I, you can't do like, uh, you know, uh, the shift the whole side shift off like where you're know, hockey. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I, I don't know. I just want to stay healthy. First and foremost, we got home field advantage and hopefully we can. I think the dates came out for the for the first couple games or whatever. But um, we're going to be looking into that for sure. Anything yeah, we'll else? Got? We'll just yeah. Like you're saying,
1: tickets. So take a look yourself, dude, because it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good show. So uh, get some front row seats.
0: Yep, Bruce was talking about forty thousand. Hopefully, they could make in the stadium. He said if they got forty thousand, that'd be unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I. Oh my god. Yeah, we got to find our way to get out of the. So park when we went, it was twenty. Sure,
0: yeah, when we, when we went, what did we say? It was seven? Twenty-eight. So imagine, you know, twelve thousand on top of that.
1: Yeah, that's another. One. Oof!
0: I don't know. Uh, uh, the, uh,
1: the game will be incredible, but yeah, again, the parking lot. We got we got to figure a way to get out of there a little
0: quicker. Yeah, but, that's the yeah. situation for sure. Yep. Uh, yo, anything you guys want to wrap let's wrap up the revs talk. Um and like I said, we can hit up the relegation if we want to, you know, talk about that releg- relegation question that I tossed up. We can hit that up um, after the international side, but that's it for the revs. I mean, record breaking like we've been talking about, man. It's just positive things. So, i love from the rev side. Um we'll see how this, you know, last last game turns out, but we got a, a couple weeks and then we'll see how the playoffs turn out, but um yeah, let's, let's hit up the international side, Victorious. So you want to hit us with that Man you talk or that Premiership talk? Um, give us a little update or, or, or give us a scoop. Yeah, over the weekend,
2: it was, um, it, 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 was a, it was a tough weekend for United. It was actually quite the horror show. Um, five, 5 nothing um, the rubbing from Liverpool over United. Uh, Mo Salah and the whole team just completely ripped us apart. As a United fan, you know, I came into this game knowing it was going to be tough. I don't think any United fan or any
0: fan at all or anybody watching this. No, game. That was always going to be tough. It was always going to be tough for sure to get yeah. any kind of result against Liverpool. They're machine right now. Yeah,
2: machine. I mean, you got Mo Salah. Everyone's talking about him being arguably, you know, the best, you know, the best player in the world right now on form. and And rightfully so. I mean, would you guys
0: agree? Yeah, it was I saw something about that, and I don't know who it was, but they mentioned like, yo, how come um, Kareem Benzema's not getting no love like with his club form, his international form? Like the man's just on right now, and I was just like, I don't, I don't know about that man. No, it's definitely a solid person to actually compete
2: with him in terms of. Um, you oh, know, for sure. Yeah, he's but
0: he, but the thing is, like, he's been solid for like ten years, right? And
2: that's the thing. I mean, and and he's been slept solid, on too. Right. You know, they're talking about most. And again, I'm not, you know, the dude shredded United. Um, I won't even get into the. <laughs> That's the quick scoop on on that game. That's really just a quick <laughs> scoop on it. I mean, you know, it was I mean, covered when... all over. No, you know, I've talked about it all over. Talk about it again. You know, the coaching, Uh, you know, at United, if you guys, you know, you've probably been seeing all the rumors. What, what sort of rumors have you guys been hearing about United? Anything?
1: Just Pogba, did most recently today, just talking about United being prepared to lose him uh, for free. Um, that's just you know we, we've been talking about those those conversations uh, going on for a while, unable to re-sign him. Um, so that's that's sort of the main thing I'm hearing there. And then obviously what you guys have been talking about um, about Ole sort of being on uh, being on the chopping block potentially. Um, So, yeah, I
2: mean, basically with Pogba, you know, uh, it's looking very likely that he's going to leave on a free. United seems to be saying that they feel comfortable with him staying for the remainder of his contract, not selling him in January in hopes that he can help us to get a title or something. Uh, So it seems like they are kind of ready to let him go on a free. And, you know, it is what it is. You know, but, uh, you know, back to the coach, you know, this guy has – You know, they are going to stick with him. Um, You know, they think they slept on it for about 24 hours. Uh, Everyone thought he was going to get fired, myself included. I was kind of hoping. And I hate to say it because I do love the guy. I really do. Like, I think he's he's, –
0: yeah, he's a club. I mean, he's a he's solid in the club. He's been he's yeah been
2: known in the club, you know. What and I'm it just
0: sucks because it's the culture, you know. It's so always like, a tough oh, spot to be in for sure. It's
2: always a tough spot, and you know, you look at and it's but it's funny, you know. You you hear these guys talk about it like, you know, what sort of merit did he have in the first place to even get this job? <laughs> like, he shit the bed yeah. at Cardiff, and um, he coached at Molde in Norway. You know, like those are not really like coaching credentials to come to united i hate to say it. um but anyways you know i'm what not you,
0: gonna go on i'm not gonna go on, so, go on Yo, know, so, and, and greg i'll ask you too i mean it seems like in the epl you know you could probably toss it out into you know obviously we saw barcelona sacking their coach Coman. i mean what do you think has a higher turnover because i feel like the nfl they're firing they fire coaches fucking left and right i mean do you think the epl the epl might be quicker
2: no i mean I maybe it depends like- on the club no, I feel like the EPL, they, they, they do write it out with their guys, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like with the EPL, just with the media, I mean, media, it's, I don't know.
1: It's hard to quantify. I think it depends like, on the club, too. I mean, like. Yeah, it
0: might be, it, that might be true, Greg.
1: I feel like you get the, like the, or I I originally started seeing it years ago, sort of in like the Portuguese clubs where it's just like, you're given a year and that's it. And like you produce or you're done. And they just, they just go through coaches like toilet paper. Uh, but the, there are other coaches that, that do sit around for a while. Like, I know it's kind of like out of date now, but you see like Arsene Wenger just, you know, he never, yeah. you know, he had that one sort of run with uh, Henri or whatever. And then kind of was always in champions league sort of realm, but never really won the league again after that. And, and he just kind of sat, sat around forever. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's team dependent. And I, I guess I just don't have enough information. Um, right. To right. The NFL, I guess. I think. I think
2: I think honestly I feel like where I see a lot of that drama happen and again I don't have any data to back any of this up but it's the Italian league uh, and like I really <laughs> feel, no seriously I feel like real guys, spicy
0: over there dog very spicy like
2: we're talking no we're talking like managers get getting fired one week having the job for like three days <laughs> and then like quitting the day before like a really fucking so fucking mayhem shit, you know, you know? It's right
1: like a fucking episode of Kardashians or whatever what? it's bad.
2: Well, I, I feel like I feel like you don't see it as I feel like you don't see that drama like here in the EPL as much. I feel like it's you know these are teams with a lot of money. You're bringing in guys who you want to think can hold the fourth down for at the very least a fucking year, right? Like a year, yeah, like at but least. Again, not easy. If you come out the gate and you lose seven straight and you're in relegation, well. You're up. To-
0: Yeah, I think for sure. And I think we're all just kind of um, we're circling around it. But, like, it depends on the club, depends on the expectations. It's a big club. I I mean, to me, it's no different than, like, the Yankees, you know, Chelsea, the the top four clubs. And, like, you know, it's called the Yankees or the Red Sox or, like, the Cowboys. And, you know, I don't know who else in the uh, the Giants. It's like that's a hot seat. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I know uh, Roberto Martinez was at Everton for a minute. I know um, Pocatetto was at Tottenham for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, so some of these guys, they, you know, David Moyes was, he was at, where was he at, Everton before that, too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like some clubs, you know, um, this man at the deal is Mike Tomlin. He's been there for a minute. Like, it's like, I don't know. Some it, it depends on the expectations. You know what I'm saying? It depends on the culture.
1: Yo, yeah, on, you would, um, you'd kind of just jumping back a little bit to the um, man you rumor and also tying it to this coach talk. Um, you know, so name that I've seen uh, come up a couple times, um, Conte from, uh, Juventus. I know he's, he's sort of available.
2: Well, he's, Um, he's he's put it out with
1: Newcastle. And then, you know, he obviously had the connection with Ronaldo and now sort of hearing some rumblings about potential man. U. are you guys catching any other details on that or or what you
2: No, I I can confirm that he has put his name out there and said that if they were to fire the coach, that he would take the position. Is he is he coaching right now? No, he's not coaching. Uh, that's he I thought. I thought he's a free agent right now. He yep. is. He he le- he left. Um, gosh, he left. Uh, I, honestly, it's so Was crazy. he Somewhere right?
1: after Juventus.
2: Uh, yeah, he went to
1: Chelsea. <laughs> oh, really?
2: He went to Chelsea. He won a Premier League with Chelsea. Then left Chelsea And it's killing me I feel like he went Somewhere He went to, uh, in, he went to Inter He went to Inter He went to Inter, he went to Inter. You, And sure. they won the, They won like The fucking they, treble they won, they, That was Lukaku That was like last year Yeah not the treble But they won the uh, They won the league at the very. won place. the league For sure
0: Yeah my bad I am i don't want to Speak out of school Definitely didn't win the treble
1: So sure. so he's moving around quick But he seems like He's very successful In his short stints At each of these but, At each of boss,
2: but... I was just gonna say that though Like we were talking About the teams It's not even about the teams It's about these coaches who just have this agenda of I'm going to be here for three years, four years, whatever it might be. And keep it moving. And keep it moving. And rightfully so. I mean, how long sure. – you know, the days of Sir Alex Ferguson and Arsene Wenger,
0: they're, they're no more. You it's know? not a bad idea, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Just no, keep it moving. Like, no. you honestly, you, you, know, lo- you, you stay lo- in charge.
1: So high, you know, and, and, you know, get out before things – well, Pep, Guardi- Pep
2: Guardiola has already said that he's done. He's leaving in 2022, uh 2023. Like he's he's done. Like Smart. he's he, and he's done. Like he said he's going to he's going to he's going to move away. So That's you something
1: know. you don't see in the NFL when we're talking about comparing them, dude. You don't you don't see NFL coaches saying like I'm out ahead of like ahead of the season or anything like that. Like if you're if you're out as an NFL coach, it's because like the ownership group has said you're out. You don't see people sort of leaving of on their own on their own two feet um hey anything
0: uh else you want to wrap up on the premier league greg you you want have any international talk you want to jump into i don't, I don't have much i have some I mean, small I, psg I, I talk could... but you know victorius round that out for us yeah so basically
2: i mean again I, as everyone knows you know i'm a united fan so i just wanted to touch on just that beat down that they got
0: but i <laughs> for mean sure. you know Chelsea's Chelsea still at the top of the league um, because all... yo res- respect for you like you know taking that L, and you know Taking it on the chin, like yo, it's, you guys got beat down. That's it, that happens to the best of them. You know what I'm saying? No, I yo, listen, I'll be straight. we knew we were gonna lose. That's
2: not like it's not even, a, um, it, and honestly, the beat down was again, you know, again, you take it on the chin, you move on, and that's really it. I mean, I just want something changed. It's one game, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's been a lot of fucking games. I'll be honest, <laughs> <All> right, yo, <laughs> Chelsea at the top of the table.
3: Is that where you...
2: Chelsea at the top of the table, Liverpool in second, City in third, West Ham in fourth, um. So, that kind of rounds out the league. Chelsea had a 7 nothing win over the uh, Canaries. That was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. You um, you
0: sent this little text, man. Yeah.
2: City with a 4-1 win over Brighton. I know we talked about Brighton being in the top four for the past few weeks. They dropped out of it. West Ham came in. United sitting in 7th. And then upcoming in a weekend, United plays Tottenham. And what I was going to get into, my last little thing before we get into our next segment is – Uh, the coach has, I guess, you know, his next three games are at Tottenham, uh, versus Atalanta and then versus city. Um, if he can get through Tottenham without embarrassment, he might, he might make it to Atalanta, but you know, I'm sorry. Um, as much as they say they've backed him, like we need results here, you know what I'm saying? So, but that's it, you know, um. You know that's that's kind of like the Premier League again. Chelsea just dominant, um, and United
0: all over the fucking place. Definitely surprising to see West Ham. I mean, not West Ham really. They're, I mean, they they definitely spent money, the Hammers. But Brighton is up in fifth too, which I see. Yeah, I oh, mean, not, so. Albion. Brighton, Ho- yeah, Brighton Hove Albion. Yeah. And those nine, guys, right? nine
2: goals, for, nine goals against, differential so <laughs> <for, laughs> <laughs> zero. You know, so. <laughs> just um, finding
1: a way to stay up there. But yeah, West yeah. Ham. Uh very interesting. You know, I just crossed over, came across something on um on ESPN uh, talking about West Ham overtaking Arsenal um on stadium capacity. And you know, I just didn't realize I just didn't realize they were that big. You oh, know, they're I, in, I, L- they're I, in I London they're in London right there too. But yeah, it's just uh um, Yeah, they're London that, based.
0: It's cr- yeah, it's crazy how big how many London based teams are out, but for sure the Hammers are in London.
2: And then Arsenal, Arsenal in 10th in the league. Uh, Leicester ninth. Like this, I'm just going to read 10. Th- th- this is what I'm going to read it from 10 to 1. Arsenal, Leicester, Everton, United, Tottenham in sixth, Brighton in fifth,
0: West Ham four, City three, Liverpool two, Chelsea one. All right. Respecto. And I know you, um, just to just to wrap that up and put a bow on that, and Greg, you can jump in. I know, um, would you say Chelsea beat the Canaries, right? 7 0. No. So, just, just to throw a little, um, you know, like I said, just to wrap it up. Kristen, when I used to watch Premier League Heavy, you know, Suarez was doing his thing on, on Liverpool. Victoria used to text back and forth. Uh, Kristen used to watch with me or, uh, you know, it's on the back. I forced her to watch it, basically. Fucking Robert Snodgrass on the Canaries. She, she used to love him. like, yeah, who is that? She was, first of all, she used to like the Canaries. And then, you know, Snodgrass, like, she see his name. She'd be like, Robert Snodgrass No EPL fucking just a solid EPL guy Yeah got some funky um, names there That was great Yo Greg you want to hit us Are you talking any um, uh, Borussia Dortmund Are you have any USMNT Like where, where do you want to take us
1: Yeah just a couple things um, Just yeah Newcastle in the relegation zone Without a win right now um, So we kind of talked about it last week And just wanted to have a quick little take on that Yeah Like they they need to do something because you're not going to bring in that ownership and then, and, and have that sort of money and then get relegated. So I feel like they're going to do something sooner rather than later with a coach, at least to start out and help sort of make some decisions on the personnel. Um, but yeah, I would just imagine there'd be some news there around coach, um, you know, another sort of obscure beat down even worse than, you know, understandable man city, uh, man, man, you losing to, Liverpool, but uh, Bayern just absolutely crushed by Gladbach.
0: I saw yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Just, the, Yo, I, don't, I don't even understand it. how that happened. I but,
2: saw
0: that.
1: Full uh, team, too. I'm pretty sure. I
2: saw Bayern. I saw Mueller crying on the field. I saw New Year. Like, yeah, what's Lewandowski going
1: on? was on there, Dave. Yeah. yeah man, they, they, they had the team out there. It wasn't like they were putting bums. So.
2: They got Marussia wow. blocked.
1: Yeah, just yeah just a quick fact on that and then um, yeah rounding out the international talk um, moving more off the club and onto the um, USN's, US men's national team just a reminder um, U.S versus Mexico which is sort of the big the big to do for World Cup qualifying coming on November 12th uh, so more to come with that again Mexico number one at the top of the table with 14 points us with 11. So, um, you know, I'm excited about that. want to start talking about uh, roster projections maybe next week or the week after, um, but I'm getting excited about that. But that's all I got on the, the uh, club and international talk. Oh, uh, hey,
2: Weston Wes, Wes McKennie today with a header equalizer for Juventus,
0: FYI. Nice. Uh, yeah, um, he's, he's solid, dude. Um, yeah, I don't have much, much PSG talk. They tied over the weekend. Um, in their domestic, you know, in the league in in the French League One, um, they tied against Marseille nil nil on the twenty fourth. And your boy Hakimi. Um, f- speaking of Inter, here's a big transfer over from Inter, very big, um, formerly from Madrid. Oh, I didn't. I, oh, I think I, I might have knew that. I think I might have knew that. But I know he's for, Moroccan, Moroccan from, for, international. For, for, formerly from Dortmund. It's like know, dude, oh for, yeah, for sure. I know for, for like sure. Everywhere, but he's um, mad yeah, Moroccan international. But anyway, he got a red card in the fifty seventh minute. Uh, They tied uh, on the on the 24th, uh, the weekend that just passed, and then this weekend coming up, they're going against Lil or Lily, however you pronounce it. I think Lily, uh, but that's on the 29th. But they're still top of the table by seven points. Uh, Lil, Lil. You know better than I, Victoris. You're, you know, Frenchy. Um, <laughs> but they got, you know, after that, they got Champions League coming up. And my bad, uh, Greg, if you, if you, if we're playing uh, Mexico, the USMNT is playing Mexico on November 13th, the, the men's that's national right. break. Yeah. The, the break can't be coming up yet. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for PSG. Make it quick and short, keep it quick. But um, do you guys want to talk about um, like relegation?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested, I've, and I've always kind of thought about this. I love I loved the concept, and I would want to see it, but I don't think the MLS would do that because it's too much of like a, a a collaboration. Like the MLS is more of like a, a unit compared to European <coughs> European leagues, where it's like you have the league, but then like, you know, each team is to their own, where it's too much of like a collaboration of these you know, wealthy people owning these clubs uh, and being involved in the the ongoings of the MLS overall. So I just don't see it happening. But uh, needless to say, like I I would love to see that sort of thing. I think it just adds like an awesome element of drama. Um, also brings in so much, uh, you know, just the the small club mentality that people can get behind. Um, where you might have a you know charleston south carolina fc or something someday you know just you know making a run up the league that's just you know it's a great thing to why everyone loves the underdog story um and so i think it makes for great storylines but i just i just don't see it happening what,
0: what do, you, do you what do you think victorius
1: well well I, I i have two points i think you have
2: an issue where you have relegation in other countries where it's based off of what, 20 teams, 22, you know, 22 yeah, yeah. teams. Yeah. Okay. Um, at this point now, the MLS is at how many teams? 28, 30. I mean, I, I, at this point now I've lost, I've lost track where where I'm going with that is it's hard to do relegation based off of, uh, you know, so many teams. I, I can see 20, 22, but 28, 30, like Greg said, it's like, now it's like, a, I, I don't know how to put it. It's like a system. Um, it's hard to veer away uh, from kind of what, what they felt. The second point I have is, okay, maybe you get to a point of having 30 teams and, you know, or 32 teams or however many it is, and that's what it is going forward. No additions. At that point, if soccer gets that big here in the States, maybe you can really, talk about having a set 32 teams or however many it is and then having because i mean no matter how you cut it there's uh you know uh, soccer all, all around the states you have all these little sub teams so you would think that maybe yeah. one of those
1: teams could build up so i don't yeah, know you'd have to I, get rid of the, you'd have to get rid of the conferences as well like that that thing would need to go
2: yeah Uh, so i don't know
1: it's it's i i mean i loved
2: the idea of it um a few years ago when our league was smaller but now that
0: we've expanded so big i don't know i feel like we're just veering away from that yeah i don't it's it's a tall i think i don't know just my my two cents about it is it's never going to happen in the mls ever (laughs) ever (laughs) which sucks which sucks you know to me it's like it's I think one of, we, yeah. it's one of the positive qualities of like leagues, like worldwide leagues. It's like that. Like you said, that small, that, that small dog mentality. You can have a team from the fifth, you know, division come up. You can have a Leicester city. <clears throat> you can have like a miracle team. Like these guys in the MLS, it's no different than NFL and no different than NBA. Like, the you know, whatever professional sports, these guys are all just fucking cahoots. Like you said, they're billionaires. Yeah. They're, they don't care about, they're not trying to get relegated. Are you serious? We, and, we, and lose we, that bread? <clears throat>
2: we missed that chance of having like that grassroots soccer, like a few years ago, like maybe 10, 15 years ago where we could have made it, made it and molded it like that. You well, another,
0: another thing too, is like, it, it's, it's weird to say too, but like the, the NCAA is basically <laughs> the feeder system for the MLS. No different than the NFL and the NBA. And it's like free fucking labor. I mean, it's a whole nother conversation, right? But NCAA, it's
2: like NCAA,
0: put on record is a fucking joke it's a joke you know it's a joke but you know that's my two cents on it. it's never gonna happen these guys are all fucking cahoots these guys are all all together they're all in the billionaire boys club yeah. it's never gonna happen but you look at the epl and like you look at those teams coming up like you have know, brighton hove you look at like i said a leicester city you look at like these small clubs it's unbelievable the chair for those the supporters must be fucking stoked dude but when, I, mean, like I
1: also think MLS competition wise with those other clubs down the road, if they, you know, they're growing slowly over time. And if they continue to become more competitive, they're going to be more attractive to international billionaires because it's going to be a much more conservative bet to own a team in the MLS because you're going to be there and you're going to be part of like a joint, you know, you know community of these other billionaires that are all going to be about profits. And then those leagues have like profit sharing and all that stuff. It's going to be like, you know, a much more, you know, a much more conservative bet that you're going to be able to be in for the long run and, uh, and, you know, grow rather than just like we're just having fun and, you know, throwing billions of dollars at these clubs. And then for a couple of years, it's like, all right, well, we ended up losing money in the long run. It's like uh, it ends up being a net positive.
0: Well, I think I mean you could have I mean name any any professional sports league here in the in the states, and you can name fucking bottom rung teams who always bottom rung teams, and they're just in it. The pre- the owners are just in it for the bread. Yep. I don't know. It's 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 a it's a tough yep. conversation to have, but I don't, it's never going to happen here in the states. I think it's a negative quality of these leagues, um, and yeah, I think that you know the free labor just comes off the back of the NCAA.
1: Maybe the what's what's the what's sort of what's the name of the like the minor leagues right now in the MLS like a oh i know
0: i know it's like the um, NASL or something yeah right. and, and and,
1: so i feel like those those leagues are the ones that sort of experiment and stuff and try to, to try to build in viewership so maybe we might get something like that and maybe so, like the
0: so that's like the highest league that you can be promoted to yeah it, that that has relegation I, mean, that. I believe i believe that has like you can get there's like a there's promotion yeah system in the States. Like I know fucking Merrimack Valley FC, right? Like these local cats, they're like in a system here and they can get promoted to, you know, whatever, whatever, but ultimately it caps out and, you know, you you can never make it to the MLS. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So we'll, we'll just put, um, you know, we'll we'll put a button in that, but is there anything else you guys want to chat about and we can always come back down to the road, down the road, we can always come back to it. But, um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we take a quick little break and hop into some American football? That's all I got. That's all I got, brother. All right. Let's see if we can get our special guest on too, but let's take a quick break here from the sponsors and we will be right back. Yeah. We got to fly him in. Oh, let's go. (laughs) All right, guys. Welcome back. Hopefully you heard from the sponsors, pay the bills, pay the talent. Like I mentioned last time, and speaking of, we got a special guest referee coming in for the fantasy um, NFL, DFS chatter, world-renowned fantasy expert, uh, DFS <laughs> expert. Uh, and I don't even, even want to give you a government name, So, So we're just going to keep it at that. You know what I'm saying? If you want to do that, you can do that. But um, yeah, I just want to holler at my man, Sal, who joined us for the special 10th episode of the Revolution Pod. Oh, uh, nice we, brought, we brought in a special guest referee right now. So holler at, this, holler at the people, Sal. Welcome, boss.
3: Yo, happy to be here, fellas. First time, long time. Let's go. <laughs> oh,
0: love to hear it. <laughs> so, you know, it's about, you know, 10, uh, 10 o'clock on this Wednesday uh, after the commercial. Here here comes sell He's talking uh, this good stuff. Where, where do you want to jump in, so? I mean, we can do- talk about the Pats. I know you're not the biggest Pats fan. I we am talk- this year. I am oh, this year. year. Uh, why, why
3: is that? Why is because, that because you guys got two wins. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever.
0: Why is that? All right. We're sitting second in the division still. You know what I'm saying? It could happen. That's true. Uh, what do you support? I'm a Bills fan, buddy. Big, big Buffalo fan.
2: I mean, <clears throat> it's not a bad time to be a Bills fan.
3: Yeah, it only took 20 years, but we're here. Nah, you guys you are jumping definitely here. you're
1: jumping through tables and whatnot, or what's, what's <laughs> going on? Like Oh you, I, man,
3: you get me if you get me at that tailgate, I'll go through a table.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll be I'll be there
0: with you, boss. Wow. In Buffalo. I don't know if you can do that here on the on home turf. Um, no, uh, I don't think I'll, that's why. I'll start you out quick and quick and easy. So, and we mentioned it on the last part on episode nine. Are the Patriots a playoff team this year? No. No, it's okay. not close. All right. Sounds like there's consensus all around. I know that I knew that the answer was coming already from you. Um, you know, being the Bill supporter through and through. I, yeah, am,
3: the- I am a Mac Jones fan though. I think Mac Jones is gonna be good.
0: That's fair. Uh, I, you know, I think that's a fair assessment and I think he is going to be solid. I don't, we'll see what the rest of these first round. And we chatted about that too, on a previous episode um, about the first round quarterback picks this year. Um, Crazy little draft that happened, but yo um, Greg, do you want to break us off on how the Pats game? I mean, we, we talked about, you know, them going up against the jets. They should have clobbered the jets They did clobber the jets. So I don't know how much there is to hash about that or rehash about that, but you want to give us a little Pat's group. or looking ahead against the charges this week, Greg.
1: Yeah. You know, the, the jets are trash. So I'm not going to spend any time on it. I'd like to jump right into the charges if that's okay with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about it. Um, so, uh, you know, just kind of looking at the, the, the Vegas lines there. Um, look, The chargers minus five over under 49. Um, you know, I haven't really uh, settled on where I would, where I would go with those ones yet, but just, you know, talking about some of the information here we got the star boy uh, herbert coming in against max so you know he the was you
3: know,
1: <laughs> he was a rookie last year um so uh really interested to see this sort of uh match up right now um, you know, the offenses so far this year have been strikingly similar as far as production. Obviously, Herbert's been a lot better in the touchdown to interception ratio. But as far as yards thrown, I think Max got a little edge on him there. Um, yeah,
0: can, and- can I just jump in real quick and maybe oh. you guys can speak to this. Bless you. Maybe you guys can speak to this too. But like, it's crazy this is only like his second year. Like his, I don't know, not even 20th great game, right?
1: It's just crazy what he did in his first year, let it's alone. crazy. You know,
0: this guy seems like a four or five year veteran at this point.
1: Yeah, but my, but my point here is that is that Mac is kind of on par with him right now. Well, I don't want to say on par with him right now um, because of my point around the the touchdown to interception ratio. Um, but, you know, he's he's kind of matching him, um, you know, in um, the uh, QBR. Yards for, um, sure. um, for sure. Yardage. Uh, he's, he's beating him in percentage. But, you know, Mac, I think, doesn't take as many risky shots a little bit further down the field. Um but, yeah, like I was saying, the offenses are kind of strikingly uh, similar as far as their production um, and, you know, where they, where they rank in the league as far as um, passing yards and uh, rushing yards. Um, but, you know, the, the real difference I'm seeing between these two teams right now are more on sort of the defensive end um, where the Chargers are fourth against the pass but 32nd against the run. So a little different than what we were, like, kind of like a polar opposite from what we were seeing against uh, the Pats matchup against the Cowboys and the the Bucks, where they were both uh, very strong against the run uh, and really poor against the the pass. So um, I'm I'm interested to see. I, I would imagine you know Bill's going to be you know chomping at the bit to run against these guys. Um, yeah, but- I think.
0: I think and just from, like, DFS talk, and, and Saul, maybe you can mention this too, I'm, I know they're, they're a run funnel, right? Like, they want you to run on them.
3: Yeah, for sure. Brandon Staley likes to play with uh, two high safeties, so he very rarely brings anybody else back into the box. So yep, you're looking that... at a light front most of the time, so he just invites yep. you to run on them.
0: Yep, they're, they're a run funnel. Greg, you think, um, like you mentioned before, the over-under is 49. The, uh, the spread I'm looking at is uh, charges minus five. you think they're covering? You think Pat's are covering here? You think uh, what, what's a, what's a scoop here?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, can't really, I can't really, I feel like I don't have enough analysis on the minus five, the, the 49 I feel like is going to be an under, especially when we're talking about a team that's kind of forcing you to the run. So that obviously drains more of the clock. Um, and so we're talking about an average of, you know, roughly 25 points a team, 24 and a half points a team. Um, the, the Patriots really aren't that, sort of team that's going to be pushing, pushing 30 points in a game, um, especially if you're not going to be passing on them. So I would take the under on the 49. I'm still, I'm still, and I got a piece here in a second about the the minus five. Um, But, you know, if the Pats were to, to be able to push this and actually first, before I get into that, I just want to say, you know, I I feel like when we look at the um, the the offensive and defensive uh, passing and, uh, rushing ratings, you know, we're, you know, seven, seven weeks in here. Um, and so it's a little bit smaller of a sample size. And, and I think a little bit of, there's a little bit of, a um, obscurity to that because I think of the, the teams that the, the charges have played and they've got some, I think they have some better quality wins. So obviously charges have, 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 have a better record, but they've got some better quality wins against chiefs, Browns and Raiders. Uh, and this game's out at SoFi as well, so you gotta you gotta push a couple points the Chargers' way there. Uh, but it, if the Pats were going to win this game, uh, so speaking from my heart here, it's gotta come down to controlling the clock with the run, um, and you can't lose the overtime battle. The Chargers have been better with the uh, securing the ball there, um, so you can't lose that over uh, the the turnover battle. And you got to have some success with stretching the field a little bit from time to time. I understand you're not going to get necessarily be driving the ball down the field um, in the air with this team, but you got to have some success uh, to keep that defense a little bit more honest. Um, but I, I expect that to be a challenge. So I'm, I'm leaning that the, I feel like the Pats could cover here, the minus five, but I don't think they're going to win. And I would go with under on the forty nine. That's just my take on the game. So, what 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 do you guys take away from that?
0: What do you speak on that, Victoria? So the Pats, you think Pats can cover? You think you you like the first of all, Greg? I never like taking unders. Um, and I I think I think this goes over. And I don't know if I don't even know if the Pats cover. I'm with you on that, but I think this one goes over, Victoria. So what do you got on this? And so I want to come to you afterwards. Yeah, I think
2: when, um one thing I took away from just doing a little inside research, I guess, with the defense on the other end for the Chargers, yeah, they have a shitty run defense. So I knew that the Pats um, and this guy are going to pretty much run it. Harris and that whole running back situation. I mean, it probably will be a high-scoring game just with uh, the Chargers. I mean, they're a solid team. Was that Justin Herbert? Solid. Um, I definitely – I wouldn't take Pats uh, plus five. I think Chargers could, you know – sneak in beat them by a touchdown that's just me um so i mean
0: i don't got no crazy ass analysis like that but so, right <laughs> so what do you what do you got on any any thoughts on the path game
3: I, I don't really have a heavy lean man like i think if you think it's going over then i think the charges cover i think the under yeah. the under and the patriots coming to play Yep. Right. If it is a running game, but if you think it is going to go over, then I would, I'd take the Chargers all day. Long. Well, we, I, I just don't uh, think. not uh, me I mean,
1: you can't just say, you can't say it's going over and just a feeling. Well, I, I, yeah. I understand, like, from a I game just, perspective, like, it's more sexy and well, more I fun can, to go for the over. But, like, do you, do you have, like, a rationale for – Yeah, for sure. Why? I mean, I,
0: the, the thing I think about the Chargers is, like, they're a go, go, go offense. I understand the Pats want to run, but the Chargers are going on fourth. They're going for it. They're going. They're going every day. like, they're going. Yeah. And it's going to be up to the Pats to try to keep up with them and like you said it's out in SoFi. they got an explosive offense uh i know the pats you know they could put up a you know born 75 yard yeah, touchdown well, if they got to <laughs> that's what i was thinking like, um, i think
2: i think i'm thinking more along the lines of over Pats, kind of okay you know battling battling with them and then at some point the Chargers just just, just, just to... separate that's yeah and yeah they just separate and they just take over so and pats i don't even think
0: you know i don't know but that's I don't even think the Chargers are like that good of a team, to be honest. But I think they, I think right now, I think they do. I think the over does go, and I, I probably think they do cover it right now. But that's just uh, I quick. think,
3: I think if you're counting on a Kendrick Bourne 75 yard touchdown to push this game and over, then you're going to lose no, a lot no, of money I'm, on that. I'm
0: not, am not saying that. I'm not counting on it. I'm just saying it's in the realm of possibility. It's not far fetched. It's happened. I mean, uh, pick, it just happened. Pick, lot, two pick weeks six happened. Pick six happened. Exactly. Yeah, um, it, it can happen. I, I
3: you know me man I don't I don't bet a whole lot on sides and lines like Vegas is too sharp I, yeah. I don't really try to mess with them too much
0: well I want I want to um uh, so I want to grab your what are your thoughts on the bills like what are the what's the analysis or not even analysis like what what do you where do you think you guys can end up this year I mean I think we could end up right where we were last year AFC what was it? AFC divisional or AFC championship we made the championship game lost to the yep. Chiefs last yep. year
3: I yep. think we could be right there, and you know, you get one game on any given Sunday, anything can happen. Who knows?
0: That's for they were one of the final four teams last year. So, isn't that Jeez. the game
2: where uh, Stefan Diggs was just sitting at the end looking at the yep. um, celebrations? Like, yep. I'll be back. Damn.
0: Um, all right. And so, the Bills are coming up this Sunday. They're playing the sorry ass Dolphins.
2: Yep, um, they sure
0: are. They're at home. The Bills are at home. What do you, they're 13 and a half faves. You know, spread is 49 and a half, similar to the Pats. I don't even – I hate playing those big favorites. And the Bills it's did me dirty. Like, Bills did me dirty against the fucking Titans. So I got like a little scar tissue built up against them, which <laughs>
3: – Yeah, can't blame you. That Titans game was a spot game coming off
0: beating the Chiefs. It yep. was a oh, tough uh, spot. And, and by coming up. It was, a, yep. it was for sure a letdown game.
3: Yeah, I mean, Bills – with Josh Allen, the Bills have owned the Dolphins. Like he has just absolutely demolished the
0: Dolphins. Since Is it like the type of D, D they're, they're playing?
3: Well, I know this year they've played the most man to man on defense in the league. And that's I, that's just not something you want to do against Josh Allen. If you're man to man, your corners and D backs are running away from the line of scrimmage, he can run the ball anytime he wants to. Yeah. Good luck covering Cole Beasley and Stefan Diggs man to man. Like you're you're just asking to get eight. Yeah, yeah. Manny,
0: Manny Sanders third. Um or is Manny he's still with them, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, Daw- yeah. Dawson okay. Knox is out though. He got he just got bundled. I saw that. Right, which
3: is why I like for DFS, I like Cole Beasley a lot this week. Ooh, he works the right. same area of the field as Dawson Knox would.
0: All right. Well, let's jump in. Uh anything else you guys want to jump into uh on, on NFL wise before we jump into our fantasy teams and DFS. Greg, you want to wrap up anything on that front?
1: No, that's all I got. Just, uh, just loving the the AFC talk. I don't feel like they get this, this division has historically gotten a lot of national attention. So we got to represent for this division.
0: Ooh, I like that. Well, I mean, Pats have pretty much owned it <laughs> uh, for twenty years. You know, that's so true. Not, not much to really talk about. And I hate when people say like it's we only beat up on like the wacky whatever, whatever. We can, we can skip that conversation, but. Um, yeah, we got the special guest, Sol, in the house. Sal, you want to talk about your fantasy team that we're in the same league that we're in? You want to uh, mention how you're doing there? What do you – you, you want to kind of kick us off on this one? Yeah, sure. Uh,
3: that league that we're in together, I'm um, 5-2, and two, I believe, third Ooh. place. Ooh. Got a little matchup with uh, Crank this week. He's sitting in first, so. What, what
0: is your team name? Drambo. Drambo. D-Ram- <laughs> Rambo? Like, what's that mean? What's Drambo?
3: Have you seen that that um, Drake video for "Way Too Sexy"? Oh, I
0: haven't. I haven't, to be honest. Oh,
3: well, he dra- he dresses up as a bunch of characters, and one of them where he's like Drake and Rambo put together. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. That's a riot, Victoria. So you know that what he's talking crack about? Crack me up when I saw it.
2: Nah, I've definitely seen the video. Uh, that video is fucking crazy. I don't remember that part. The only part of that video I can think of is Kawhi fucking doing this thing.
3: Yeah, that that was wild too. <laughs>
0: All right, so so you're what, sitting, you know, sitting. Um, what third in the league, mm-hmm. five and two, not bad. Um, how'd you do last week? What do you got coming up this week?
3: Uh, I I got a nice little win last week. I had the the Burrow Chase stack, so Ooh. that uh that worked pretty well for me.
0: Ooh, oh, I'm looking at your team right now. T Higgins on that stack too.
3: Yeah, I got not a full bad. full little Bengals joint right there, and then uh, Elvin Kamara, Najee.
0: Oh, Kyle Pitts came coming um, up big, big last couple weeks. Kyle, yeah, um, starting to
3: starting to come together a little bit.
0: Not bad. So a solid one fifty one one thirty victory over your boy Festicles, aka mm-hmm. Fetus, aka Uncle Festa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love yeah, we love Festicles. You know, we always showing love. So, all right, I see you coming. What do you got coming up next week? Uh, so,
3: uh, I, I got Kirk this week coming up.
0: Oh, oh yeah, first, that's actually, first, third. I was gonna say in both of my leagues, uh first place is playing third third place, so coming up got some action. not a yeah, bad it should be a good one not a bad well, he's got Justin Herbert speak of the devil, mhm-, so not a bad little um you know little little matchup coming up. Are you in any other leagues all
3: yeah, I got two other leagues, um one of them I'm sitting five and two in third place, just like this one, and the other one I'm in uh they're all twelve team leagues, um four and three sitting in fifth, so hanging in there all
0: right respectable all the way around i know um are you in any other leagues with your dad i know your dad's in our league shout out to me and dean
3: <laughs> no no that's the only one we're sharing this year
0: all right are you guys uh, victorious or greg you guys play with uh any family members in your leagues
1: uh, I, my, my wife's in, um, <laughs> team team league, you know, she's in there. She does, yo, know, she does her research. So don't fucking giggle. All right? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> she's got her facts down. She always has a good draft, always has a team, but she's, she's always shy on pulling the trigger on trades and, uh, uh, and won't put too much money out there. Cause we have, a uh, in, an, an auction waiver wire, uh, and she won't put too much money out there. So she ends up, uh, screwing herself. So, um, we, and I actually faced her this week too. So, um, you know, that's why I'm actually in Cleveland right now. She won't let me come home. She won't let me come back to New England. Wow. She gave me um, the boot that far. You know, rough, rough, rough. Yo, don't I sleep. Yo, well, that's all that matters. You, you know, Kirk, cause
0: you're in any leagues with family.
2: I mean, I'm in with that family. I'm, I, I go against Crystal and Greg. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're
0: playing the, the husband wife team. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah. And, uh, Crystal, um, she, she's proven, you know, I don't think she's won our league, but she's always, she's been up there in the past. She's,
1: so she's in the mix. The every single year. She's no, nah, nah, she is. <laughs> she is. There's I been love a few, it. There's been a few
2: other females in the league kind of doing that thing. That's good. You love, yeah, I love it. that. I love that. Yeah. It. Nah, it's uh, more of that. Well, but that's a 14 person league. And, um, I'm actually at first, I'm in first place in that league sitting at six and one. Um, and then in my other league, damn cause sitting up high yep i'm loving it and then my other team cut my balls
0: uh five and two
2: uh <laughs> in
0: second second place i don't know if we heard that team name yet because is that, is that a, a remix name like you just recharged your team just now is that you always been your team name? no 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 i think i mentioned in the past pod that it was uh cut my balls i don't, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't recall that because i would have been a hey, long
3: long time listener over here i've definitely heard that team name
0: Oh damn, man! I must have been fucking editing a song.
3: I'm gonna
2: cut.
0: Yeah, let so,
1: focus on the agenda, man. You can't you can't be getting into. No, no, no,
3: no.
2: It that's fair. That's fair. But yo, so I appreciate that. It's a riot. Rocky, no, that's a riot. Cut my balls. Uh, but yeah, no, no. My team's honestly is definitely again. I know it's all too early. I get it. It's too early to start talking shit. I don't. I don't know, man. It's like yo,
0: seven weeks in, doggy.
2: No, but I'm already getting, but I'm already getting the injury bug. So you know, it's it's my time was coming. So here I am, um, dealing with a little little injury bug. I got Miles Sanders and Kareem Hunt uh, kind of um, on on the board. So
0: we'll see. Nice, Um, Greg. You want to talk about your other league real quick?
1: Yeah, actually, first you know, first that one with Vic. You know, he he had my matchup of the week. Uh, It was the only matchup where it was two playoff contending teams. So. Vic in the in the the number one spot uh, versus number seventeen Meepy Doodles. Uh, how, <laughs> many, how, many, how many teams make playoffs? Seven, uh, eight.
0: It's,
1: yeah, a, it's 14 a fourteen team. Fourteen team league. Uh, I think the seventeen players deep. That waiver wire is you know wow. just empty. Um, right, no
0: meat left on the bone on that. Yeah, oh, no, those no
1: absolutely not. No Vic coming. Vic coming out with another another dub. Uh, one twelve eighty three. Um, like I said, the only match with playoff implications and and uh you know Commissioner Hogg myself um uh facing my wife under the hoodie, coming away with the 107.84 dub. I'm at five and two in second place. So me and Vic uh representing again. We've been saying it the past couple of weeks. We'll go up against each other in week eleven. Um so no, no more of these niceties. Me and Vic are gonna get raw and at it. Um and so, you know, again, that's why I said I'm in the I'm in the doghouse, sent me out to Cleveland. Uh, I was struggling at the running back position. I was creating a bunch of excuses um, with my wife all week, you know, just saying, you know, preparing myself for a potential L with Chubb being hurt. Uh, a couple guys on by I just feel like I'm struggling. I put uh, I put Rashad Penny in there. I was struggling so bad. Uh, still came away with the W. Uh, thanks to um, Jamar Chase. I know you were just talking about him. He's been a strong, uh, a strong uh, play for me from the beginning for fantasy and for daily fantasy. Been playing him a lot. Um, and then my bench captain Burrow crushed it, um, but I didn't have him in there, so he scored 37. You know, I had Brady in there, so it's a great, it's a great backup to have. Brady still gave me 24 over projection, so and I got the W, so I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to be greedy. Um, but that's how that league went. Um, and then in the other league, my boy John, uh, flea flicker keepsies, so that's a keeper league 12 team. Um, you know, regulators are, are representing pretty good in that league as well. Um, mount up, yep, mount up. <laughs> uh, so five, two, five and two in that one. I'm the, I'm the highest, highest, highest points in that league, second place. Uh, beat the, so I had the matchup of the week that week uh, facing number four the trash can i um, um, you know one one eighteen eighty five in that matchup um, I got a goose egg got a Darren Waller really embarrassed about this but um, oh wow late scratch I had the the Cowboys backup Schultz a tight end um, he was on bye and I just wasn't quick in the free agency pool to actually have that position doesn't really matter again um, you know I got the top top points um and and you just got a goose egg out of the tight end position um but my buddy john who's actually also on the the daily fantasy listener challenge who, who won week one he's in first place uh his team name is cd approved um so you know he's six and one um had the highest score of the week as well 148 101 over the the number eight team living on a hilaire um, so, you know, I got to give him a little shout out there, but, uh, I'm on his coattails and coming for him. So that's, that's my wrap up for uh, fantasy for my two leagues. Did, nice. John
2: pay, did John pay you for that? Like plug right there. You just, I feel like you just put him on. <laughs> right there. Wow. Wow. No, 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 no.
1: no he's, he's a listener dude. He's got a, he he's earned it. He's earned it. Like wow. I said, John, just like our daily fantasy thing. You know, if you're number one, you obviously get your shout out. If you're number two and three, you get in there with an honorable mention, I feel like he deserves an honorable mention there um for how he's performing in that league. Um but uh you know that's just that's just how it's gonna be from now on. You know, like you're if you're like if you. you're uh if you're challenging, uh if you got a big matchup, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a mention on the pod.
0: Oh, I like that. Um that's not a solid, that's not a bad uh, little angle, Greg. Uh, I know in my league I took two L's in the league that I'm in there with Saul. um, the Stallion is. Took the L against the townies, you know, fucking jokes is Mike Monroe. Mike Monroe's fucking wacky. This guy's always tossing out some bogus ass trades. He's been tossing out bogus ass trades for like 10 years. You guys got anybody in your league like that? Uh,
1: Yeah. yeah, Just
0: throwing out nonsense. And I understand trades are subjective, but this guy's just throwing out like, you know, fucking nonsense. Yeah, that's like, that's usually, that's, I'm usually like that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know a guy.
2: (laughs) Uh, It's me. Like Yeah, like, that's, exactly, like, that's, that's
0: usually me throwing that nonsense out to people, but. Uh, nah, so, I took, took two L's in both of my leagues, you know, I took an L in both of my leagues, not fun, uh, but still in the battles, um, in the playoff battle for both, so, I'm in seventh in my 12-man league, and in my 10-man league, it's a new day, uh, I actually lost, uh, but, like, moved up in the standings due on points, nice. so I'm in, I'm in fifth, three, and four uh, in both leagues, so actually i'm 4 and 3 in my league but not nonetheless you know just kind of fucking middling along you, you know just we'll see what happens but kind of kind of like the patriots yeah it, that's really it was a real
1: it was a real rough, rough week as well with the um with the amount of buys i think it was just really obscure and i don't know if it was like an nfl scheduling sort of weird thing they just oh, didn't pan yeah, sure. out well yeah. enough now that we have the extra week it just feel like there was like an obscure number of like buys and then there was, you know, if you're if you're hit by the injury bug as well, which we're, we're now getting into the middle part of the season, then it can just can be a real weird place to be for your fantasy team. So.
0: Um, all right. Well, the last thing I want to mention or or jump into uh, in cell, I for sure want to get your takes on this. But let's start with the listener league uh, that you just touched on, Greg. And we are uh, we bumped it up to 15 people, 15. You know, we broke. we were talking about it on episode nine. Yeah,
1: you know, we hit we the got... milestone, brother. We hit it.
0: Correct, correct. So, you know, hashtag make it bigger. Um but we'll see what happens. Eddie took another W, Eddie fucking money. Um talk he played Jamar Chase, like you guys have been talking about. Uh he played Damian Harris, who was a stud. He plays Godwin played Godwin. Um but yeah, Eddie Money came in first, took first place again. Uh Captain K, Todd, he took second. Sell you were in third. Mm-hmm. um sucks man you know yeah. it sucks getting victorious you were in last i was in <laughs> no and i'm glad
2: you said it because i mean wow. it, it had to be mentioned i fucking not only did i finish in last i
0: finished with 89 points like yo, some gross some gross score a gross score there right there but, vic you um,
3: just took my spot from last week i was
0: down I, in the bottom last but yeah you week, get yeah. right you got the same as their place but, yo, but you know second you know what second? though pay no second i wear that with i wear that with honor <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's your problem, Victoris. We'll keep working on that as the season goes. Hopefully, we can. Uh, if we, you guys, if we get it to twenty, you want to pay three people out? No. Yeah, I
1: mean, I don't know. What What do you guys think the standard is? That does that make sense? Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't. I don't think. That, I don't. I don't think that's too bad. I think you know. You know, fifty, thirty, twenty, or I don't know. I don't know what you guys want to do. Yeah, but some the, something that's like, something to think I about some like the shoot for.
1: let's i feel like robin let's get let's give some cash out to some people so yeah let's do that let's go we hit 20 we'll do three people what know. do you think what do you think like uh 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 60 30 10 like
0: what i don't know we let's let's maybe send out a text on that we don't have to figure that out now but uh maybe some maybe the shoot, yeah some to shoot for yep. um So let me get, I want to get your take, and I'm more of a cash player. I always tell you guys this, Um, and I'm so glad, Victorious, you jumping in, and Greg, you jumping in, um, you know, so you can all, you know, we can all speak the same language here. But I'm more of a cash player. Um, Sol is obviously, more, not obviously, Sol is more of a uh, GPP, a tournament player. Um, and he's had success that way. So you want to speak to the people about kind of what your, what you look at or what you look for, or like who you follow, like any thought process, like you want to speak to the people a minute?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I know Hobby comes on here every week talking about how he's got a Kia in play. It's real time. And how he's, you know, playing his cash games. I'm more of a, I'm going to have like one tire off the Kia in play and then try to win the Kia. <laughs> that that's kind of my mindset in that whole thing but oh, yeah. um
0: i got the key up and i w- i'm trying to win another key right but yeah no we, it's it's you know there's different ways to cut different ways to um slice yeah it, it's right?
3: all it's all fun it's all good i i like i enjoy the game theory part of it i enjoy the lineup building it's like even with season long fantasy like the season's a grind i enjoy the draft the draft's my favorite part oh
1: my god so, yeah me too
3: so i i like playing the gbps i play you know I, I play, I'd say, mid stakes, but um, single I just entry, enjoy the you like process. The
0: single, you like the single entry, 20, 20 entry max, three, you know, where do yeah. you
3: at? I'm mainly in the uh, in single entry, three max stuff, usually about a field size of like about 3,000 and under. is yep. usually what I try to cap it at. For sure, like the Mayo. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest tournament I play in usually
0: every week. Yeah, so there's a guy that we listen to, Pat Mayo. He does pods for football, um, and golf. Um, mm-hmm. Probably does all sports, to be honest. But he, he does a tournament that has no rake, $15, three entry max. It's like right up our alley. I play all, it every week too. But Yeah, it's um, like
3: 3,000 3, total entries, $5,000 to first. Yep, so, good payout. Nice,
0: nice good payout on that too. Um, I mean, what, what do you, any success this year so far, Saul, or any, um, anything you want to speak about, like going forward as far as kind of, you know, what, what you think, um, I don't know, like what, what's, what makes a successful GPP player do you think? What makes a successful DFS player? Like how long you've been doing it? Like, give us a little, little Intel on you.
3: Yeah. I've been doing, uh, mainly golf and NFL for probably about five years now, I'd say pretty steady, like every week for almost every week for golf and every week for NFL, um, I think as a GPP player, it's it's basically like being a corner man like you just got to have like you got to be able to turn your mind off like you got wiped out last week, you got to stick with your process, keep doing the things that you know work and you know, just have a just have a short memory with everything but um I enjoy looking, you know, looking at the ownership numbers stuff like that trying to play leverage off of certain guys. And yeah. just, you know, just building teams. That's that's where I find, you know, is the most fun.
0: And then obviously, you know, having a sweat on Sunday is just a bonus. That's what I try to tell. I've tried to tell, and, and hopefully um, it's been conveyed. But there's so many resources out there. Like we talked about mm-hmm. with the Mayo out there. We pay for, like, um, like establish a the run. There's, you know, one-week season. Um, but, you know, I'm sure I'm missing some. Like for golf. rotor grinders Of course, Roto-Grinders. Yep. For, for golf, Rick, run good for golf fantasy national. So there's so many um, pay for services. There's so many free, uh, there's so much free material out there. Um, Twitter's massive, you know, both sell and I mm-hmm. are both on Twitter, obviously victorious and Greg, you guys are on Twitter. Um, but yes, Twitter's massive for following people, f- you know, f- for DFS um, and, and for fantasy in general. But yeah, I know, I know you've had some success in the DFS and the GPP street. Mm-hmm. cell. So you know that's for sure one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on um, and, and just kind of share your knowledge and share your expertise, but it's not. It's G- I know GPP streets aren't easy.
3: Now there's big swings, man. But like if you if you're playing them right, you're playing for first, and you know one one good score can last you a couple years. I mean, I hit is it about three years ago now? Hit for about twenty six thousand in golf, and then about two weeks before that, hit for fifteen thousand in NFL. So, I mean, it's like 40K in in a month. I mean, that that covers me for the next, you know, five, six, seven years. I don't play a whole lot every week.
1: You're eating tomahawks for a year.
3: Yeah. Oh, man, I stay on the hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Hot
2: dogs for life.
0: (laughs) Boil them, grill them. You can do. Wait, what's going on? Siri back in the mix? Yo, like, what the
1: fuck? <laughs> yo. yo. She wants like to list? chime in again? Two weeks I'll in a row, of Siri?
0: Yo, my bad, fellas.
2: Yo, this, this, yo, damn. Nah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. Um. Yeah, so that for sure, I wanted to get, like I said, all your feedback. I know you fucking had some, uh, you know, just that GPP life is just that swinging life. For that cast life, for me, I'm just trying week to week to compile. I'm not trying to look for. You know, forty thousand. I'm trying to look for like, you know, if I'm betting five hundred, I'm trying to, you know, win like eight hundred. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, it's just a different mindset. It's a different way of building teams. I mean, they're they're all fun, but it's just yeah, I just prefer a certain way.
0: And that's for sure uh, one of the things I try to stress too. Is right, it's like it's all no different than uh, betting, like my teams of the week. It's all you know. Do what you can handle. You know what I'm saying. Nobody should be fucking going into debt or nobody. Should, you know, some some nah, people gam- gambling like it's no, it's no joke. Is like I mean, like other addictions, right? So you know, it can be serious. So yeah, and just f-
3: figure out what you're good at, what you're comfortable with, what you're good at, and then just kind of stick with that
2: nice yeah, no it's it's always funny like yeah you'll see like on instagram or like just like people posting stuff about gambling and then you'll see the comments and people are like stop promoting gambling it's like come on <laughs> man stop it all yeah. right yo um
0: anything else you guys want to hit on and and so we're gonna hop into victorious's wrestling take i know aew's on today do you want to hang on with us or you want to take off
3: oh that's cool i'll listen i'm gonna listen to it back anyway but i'll listen now
0: yeah, if you want to just chill on the cut or if you have anything to add, please. I know Victorious usually does a fucking like a you know, like double axe handle.
3: Yeah, uh, I wanna I wanna know from Victorious why WWE got rid of the fiend. It was the only good thing they had going for the last five years. Yeah, wow, that's I don't uh, even know, what is
0: that? That's you 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 already over my head with that. <laughs> well I'm it's all uh,
3: Bray Wyatt, I, man.
0: Oh, okay. I, I know Bray Wyatt. Yeah.
2: So yeah no i mean i'm fucking smiling and like i'm grinning out here because it's, it's, it <laughs> it, 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 it's let's go dope. let's
0: jump let's jump into it yeah let's, let's jump ju- into this yeah, let's, segment let's get and right i appreciate into it. and so thank you for hanging with us thank you for that intel um all that good stuff and maybe hit down the line we'll see what goes but you know maybe swing back again on another rep and um yeah man
3: it's fun to be here man happy to be here nah, <laughs> so, yo
2: v-
0: victorious. H- hit us off
2: yeah, no, like, Echo, echo. you said this, uh, definitely great to have you on board, Sal, so, um, always, always nice to have you on board, man, thanks, thanks for coming on, yeah, man, Uh, yeah, honestly, The Fiend, and just think it's for everybody, for the general public, for those who don't know, The Fiend is a character portrayed by a wrestler, uh, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt is just the genius, uh, is the best way to put it, he's someone who's extremely talented on the mic, kind of like a psychopath. Uh, psychopath, kind of uh, eerie, creepy. So is that kind of like, right? I mean, that's you know, kind of you kind of get like Undertaker vibes, like yeah, yeah no, that,
3: that sounds know. right to me,
2: right? Um, so Bray Wyatt, I mean, he was a big, big. I mean, Saul's right. I mean, for the past, what's he doing right now? Right now, he's unemployed. He he wow. he, was, he was he was released by WWE just out of the blue, and he is just. Not you know what they they say the reasoning behind Bray Wyatt um, and a few of these other wrestlers being cut. Bray Bray was a high profile wrestler, like nobody saw that coming. But I think part of the reasoning for that, and you know, there's two sides to a story, right? You're always gonna hear one wrestler, or you know, they treated me this way. I, and again, I don't even know the super super insides of it, but from what I understood. Bray Wyatt, um, kind of like the character that he wanted to portray. just it all comes down to Vince McMahon. If Vince McMahon is not feeling what you're feeling or he's not on the same vibe. That's it. Then, then you're done. you know what That's I'm it. saying. So Bray, Bray Wyatt, and when I say he's a genius, I mean, Saul's speaking to an unbelievable character. If you have time,
0: just YouTube, the fiend. And- when, when, so when was the last time he was on? When, Saul, how did you like how, how did you hear about him?
3: Man, he, he was on for a couple of years, man. Like I just, I just was randomly like, I've got WWE networks. So I like going back and watching some of the old stuff. Well, I guess both. it's on what Peacock now? Peacock.
2: Which,
3: yep. Yeah. So I, but so I started watching a little bit of the newer stuff, maybe a year and a half ago. And like this guy comes on and I remember him from some other stuff older, but like he came out with this new character and I was like, Oh man, like, well for me. Yeah. For- like, like the old character, Bray
2: Wyatt, and again I started watching wrestling again around like twenty seventeen. And around that time, Bray Wyatt's old character, which was just Bray Wyatt, it, it was kind of just for me, I think it was like outlaw, like Bray it was like weird. I no, it was I, like he was like a he was um how do I put it? Like he was like a family
3: it's like a hillbilly cult yeah, yeah. leader. Yeah,
2: yeah, the, it,
0: yeah like a like the Bray they, Wyatt family or whatever like
2: they cult, have. Cult yeah. He was a cult leader, he was a cult like leader, kind of psych yeah, again, like a psychopath. And that shit just ran its course, so you know he went. He he basically kind of uh, disappeared, and then started teasing this like the fiend type. dude. Yeah, and bro, but like the teases for it, well, I like I'm, those little vignettes that they be doing. It's it, it's by far the best work of W. Like I'm telling you right now, it, it'll give you the fucking creeps.
0: Yo, so <laughs> have you have you watched um have you watched AEW at all? No, I haven't. Honestly, I, I like the product that they're putting out. Victoria, speak, can you speak to this man like Melo Hayes or, or um, Trick Mello? What What's the real – what's the scoop with that?
2: <laughs> yo, I could definitely speak to Carmelo Hayes. Yo, Or, last, A- so,
0: or AEW. My, my bad. I didn't just, nah, nah, just swap, it, it, flop around again, like that. Yo, listen. Uh,
2: remember, when we're talking wrestling, right, AEW, WWE, all these worlds, you can blend them in. There's no – you don't have to separate it. It's all – you know, it's all it's all going to blend together, you know. Um, but if we are, I guess, separating it. Hello, uh, Carmelo Hayes. I've talked about him in the past. You know, he's a he's a Boston base. He's, he's technically from Worcester, but they say he's from Boston. But so last night. So listen, NXT 2.0, Greg, I know a few weeks ago you brought up like, well, what's it going to look like? Right. Yeah. Um, and basically it's. In Vince's hands now, and it's definitely got like a WWE feel to it, like a like a SmackDown Raw. Like you can tell that they've they're bumping it up. You know, they're adding like cinema and movies to the mix. And last Ooh, night
0: that budget's yeah, up.
2: Well, last night they had Halloween Havoc, which is like basically. one of my favorite pay-per-views, dude. Unbelievable. I'm the old-school WCW fucking Halloween Havoc? Yeah, you already know it. So, you know, WWE owns the rights to that. So, uh, basically, they they keep they keep that going with NXT. And NXT had a great event last night. And, and Carmelo, well, he didn't have a wrestling match, but part of his gig was being a part of, like, uh, a haunted house where he basically, you know, the title, uh, they snatched it from him, these two guys that he's beefing with. And uh, Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano, again, those are just two wrestlers who he's beefing with. And Dexter Loomis is like the creepy dude. So creepy dude's mansion. I know all this shit sounds so far-fetched. People probably listening to me
0: like, what the fuck is that talking about? <laughs> but honestly. No, nah, you're painting um, a picture, doggy. And I, I I clicked on some of that stuff that you shared today. And it was like, obviously, that, that visual is much better. But you're, you're, it's you're just,
2: doing right. It's just gold. It's just gold. Yeah. Um, uh, but basically Carmelo Hayes I when I talk about adding cinema and movies to the mix he, he was basically part of a film last night and he did a hell of a job with acting I thought he I you know I thought he honestly it was a, it was nice to see a different side you know you see all the little interviews that he has but seeing a little acting in the movie it was it, it, it was pretty dope and again he's the NXT champion and I guess the best way to put it was he was going through a haunted house trying to find his championship belt going through
0: zombies and just playing stupid little things i thought it was great <laughs> yo it's sports entertainment that's another thing too it's like that's part of wrestling it's like you know It's i don't want to say it's like male soap opera but it's you know it's, no, it's, it's they got they got storylines you know what i'm saying it's, it's they, part of those little, little storylines I, I, you know yeah yeah, I mean so that
2: you know, that that's Carmelo Hayes. You know, I, I just just by nature, again, you know, and then yo, I the biggest news of all, this this dude retweeted me this morning after I um sent something out, which I thought was pretty dope, like uh, an right. actual wrestler uh retweeting me. So I'm trying to get into that Twitter game, you know what I'm saying? That was huge. I know you sent you sent that
0: picture this morning about this man t- retweeted you. That was, that yeah, was massive. Yeah, he, he
2: retweeted it like seven minutes later. So I was like, all right. I mean, that's pretty dope that he's kind of seeing what I'm doing. So, you know, maybe I can get him on the pod one day.
0: Hey, I love it. Um, um,
2: and then, you know, I wanted to kind of recap real quick, too. I know I mentioned the Crown Jewel event from last week and all the title changes. And there was absolutely
0: no title changes at all. <laughs> you are like, yo that was in the Middle East right and that thing with the Middle East where yeah in um, Saudi Arabia who was who was like, headli- headlining that uh Brock Lesnar and uh Roman reigns
2: in Roman reigns yeah yeah
0: yeah for sure you mentioned that for sure and you were like yo like in the past 10 years it's a lot if you got a bet out there, go and lock it up with your money. In. <laughs>
2: I don't know about all that.
0: He's like, uh, "Yo, the belt's are changing hands."
2: Yo, it's math funny. Not, not a, sing- not a single belt move. Um, so I don't. Even, I'm not even gonna touch on the actual event. Just knowing that. Um, yo,
0: they, you know what they just said? It's like, fuck these fucking Saudi Arabia. I mean.
2: I mean, those dudes are like giving them some serious money out there. I mean, yeah, they're they getting banked for being out there. Yeah, yeah, that's like again, that's really not. You know, you don't really have a choice on that participation. You you going over there? <laughs> do
1: you think? Do you think that with the money that they put into it, they have some say in what happens with the storyline, or does Vince does Vince not allow that? I mean, that's, that's, I, don't, that's, I don't know that's, if that happens. They
0: they might be able to,
2: but. no what they what they what they can do is they can plug that they can plug the guys that they have over there oh for sure and and they do that you know what i'm saying they uh they have sure academies vince goes over there and you know again i think i mentioned in the last pod you know the idea of just going international going to different parts of the country
0: obviously where places have money right money
2: money is the root of all everything money
0: drives a bus yo um if I had, to, if you had to name, I'm going to throw you on the spot maybe because uh, we got the special guests here, but, and, and I'll, I'll answer too. What, who would you say is your, like, your favorite wrestler?
2: My, my favorite wrestler? Could be uh, now.
0: What? Could be from, you know, childhood because I'm going to go back a little <laughs> bit, but who, who get, lay it on us.
2: Yeah. For me, as, I mean, it just, the, the, it's Bret Hart. I mean, Bret Hart for me is like the best wrestler of all time. Um, for a number of reasons. I just think, when, I, when we talk about wrestling, you talk about technical, you talk about being able to tell a story, you talk about being passionate, you talk about all those things. I mean, the only thing that was that I probably should have disliked about him was the fact that he was Canadian.
0: But... <laughs> <laughs> he was a Canuck, so he couldn't like him. Yeah, he had what? a huge
2: storyline where basically he was like, you know, all, all, all Canada and F USA, but I still loved him. What
0: about you? Uh, so, who would you say? Yeah,
3: hundred percent, Doink the Clown.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Yo, Brett, I'm, I'm just playing. I'm just.
2: Yo, <laughs> it, Brett, it was, and doink, Brett and Doink d- had some beefs. So let me tell you right now.
3: <laughs>
0: it was HBK for me. It was Shawn Michaels. Oh, I like it. And those two had a little rivalry. Greg little, did it. Little. Greg, did you? Um,
1: <laughs> you, did Montreal you want,
0: screw job. You All want right. to jump
1: in on this, Greg? Is that a, is that a drink? The Montreal Screwdriver—is that a beverage or something I can order? <laughs> it could be. Uh, no, I, for for me, I I it was always Jake the Snake Roberts. I just I just loved when he brought out the boa. Like I'd get anxious, like thinking it was going to choke out this guy who looked like he was dead on the. Uh, uh, so <laughs> it, it added a little extra anxiety there. Um, but you know, I feel like back in those days, the guys that the stars were beaten were were no namers in some sort of standard wrestling singlet. Um, that just had like a regular name like
0: just jobbers.
1: Yeah, yeah, like the uh, Brooklyn yeah. Brawler. Yeah, the, the uh, Repo Man. They didn't, even, they didn't even get a name like that. It was just a standard name like uh, John. Yeah. Mike. John, yeah, John Murray or something like that. <laughs> you know, that um, but yeah, John- I feel like those are the things that I remember the most. So way way back in the day. Um, well, I, yeah, for- yeah, I like that one.
0: I was going to say uh, Bret Hart too, victorious. You stole that, so I jumped into my second. My second would probably be like Macho Man, Randy Savage. Unbelievable. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> snap into a Slim Jim. Uh, I used to love Miss Elizabeth. She was unbelievable. Totally um, Mega Powers when he teamed up with the Hulkster, unbelievable. Um, yeah, that's, yo wrestling is you know serious history into wrestling. But uh, yo, anything else you want to uh, talk about in wrestling, victorious? Um, no, I mean like what's I said, what's I... coming up.
2: Uh, what's coming up really is a Survivor Series. That's, that's the next big thing. That comes up in November. Um, and basically, that's the SmackDown versus the Raw brand. Um, in the past, they used to include NXT, but I don't think they're going to be doing that because a lot of those guys are pretty much you know, with the draft and all that stuff. So I think, um, you know, pretty much everyone's settled where they're at. So I think they'll just keep it to two. But basically what it is, is you got the champions from, from Raw versus the champions from SmackDown. And they just, they just, they go head to head. And they basically just, you know, you it's the battle for who's really the best in WWE. Honestly, it's, it, I think it's probably one of my favorite pay-per-views because it's like, all right, you put one champion versus the other, who's better? Yeah, I used to love Survivor Series when I was a kid. It used to be different back in the day. Back in the day, they used to have it where it would be teams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And to some extent I think it was I, like four man tag teams. Yeah. Four and man tag like, team and stuff like that. Right. And it would be like whatever the local beef was. So like I like, okay, you'd have Bret Hart and the Canadians versus like Shawn Michaels and his gurus. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Or fucking Yoko's yep. doing this stable against you know. that stable against Lex Luger. Yep. Right, right. So now these days it's kind of shifted where it's basically like brand versus brand. Nice. I got, a,
1: I got a I got a random thought uh, question, and this might be super ignorant, but um,
0: <laughs> I when love is, when you preface it like that, Roy- Greg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when is Royal Rumble? Because I just
0: usually it, January, I think.
1: It, it, I feel like that would be fun to have, sort of like a listeners' competition or something, where we have some sort of like draft.
0: Uh, yeah, they do pools for
3: it, where like you just get a random number generator, and you get like one through thirty and then if your guy wins you win the money. Wow. Right, well, it
1: sounds like there might be something there that we could we could mess around with. But the, again, we're a little we're a couple months out from that, but I I feel like that would be fun. But.
0: Nah, I mean, well, yo, it's going to be here before we know it. Like we just said, you know, 10 weeks just passing in a couple of fucking uh, you know, heartbeats, you know. So yep. Yo, um, anything else victorious so you want to jump on <clears throat> before we jump not- into we got, you know, we're we're deep into the pot at this point, but um <laughs> Nah, man, that's really it. A uh, little Halloween Havoc
2: recap, Crown Jewel recap, a little Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes plug, um, and then you know a little um, touch on on a preview for Survivor, Survivor Series uh, next month. That's all I got. Signing off on
0: that. Ooh, I like that. Um, yeah, so like I said, tons. Uh, Celtics just started. The Red Sox got eliminated from Houston. I had to fucking pay Rolly 50 bucks, that scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, like, he sent up a video, like that night too, like that he was in the club, like popping bottles. He put oh, like something shit. up on Facebook, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, thank me later." You know what I'm saying? Like, le- yeah, you, know, you know, like I throw throw a coke my, uh, you know, a sprite, you know, something my way. You know. What I'm saying? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know if you guys want to touch on that or Celtics, um, or anything or anything else you guys want to chat about. But uh, it, you, I'll go around, yeah. victorious or or Greg or Saul. You guys want to hit anything?
1: Yeah. I'm just interested in the Celtics. Um, I'm a big, big Celtics follower. Um, so obviously they started out real ugly to the season. Oh, and two. Just looking like there's absolutely no continuity to the team. Uh, they've had a couple wins, which just, you know, nothing. That's just really, I'm, I'm not excited uh, about what I'm seeing out of this team right now. Um, facing the two and one wizards tonight. Um, we got that. Tatum, Beal, you know, St. Louis connection thing. So they're going to be, you know, they're hugging and kissing all night, or whatever, just disgust me. Um, but, yeah, just I, – I feel like there's a question that keeps coming up and I want to get your guys' take on it. Like they keep talking about that connection and, you know, the superstar players making all these decisions for the organization or being so reliant on their, – they're keeping their superstars around that they'll allow them to make these – decisions like what how do you guys feel about you know the the celtics and that the maybe some connection to bradley beal
0: so are you you big you i mean you follow the celtics obviously what do what do you think about Beal?
3: i mean beal's a stud but i don't know that he i mean they have so many wings on the celtics already i don't really yeah. know what he does for them like
1: you'd have to you'd have to give up like jalen brown sort of thing yeah.
3: And that um, I don't I don't see that as worth it to be honest.
1: Yeah, and then I feel like it just, you
0: know, it, it, yeah, it's like a little redundant, like a little. It's it's a weird yeah. it's a weird space to fill for sure. It definitely uh-huh. redundant. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Bradley Bill, but just to speak uh, quickly on your other thing, Greg. Like as far as these guys having say and the personnel and stuff. Um, yeah, I think if I think if you're an owner, if you're a half decent owner, and you have it's these are billion dollar corporations, and you have uh. You know, your top and um, highest paid employee. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't I don't know if you I think you ask them basically if they want to be involved. Some people probably don't want to be involved and want to say, yo, I got this basketball thing that's fucking heavy already and I wanna focus on that. But some probably want to say, I don't know. It's what yeah, do you guys Some think?
3: people some people like Kawhi might be too busy being in music videos.
1: Yeah, I mean he's a <laughs> he's a stud.
0: He's he's a stud. Yeah.
1: I feel like you gotta give him like you gotta give him some sort of a seat at the table. But yep. you can't you can't sort of bend the knee to these players. Um, you, you you give them the respect to sort of be able to sort of speak. Um, but I feel like these owners need to be consult uh, consultative and not sort of like.
0: Yeah, I agree. They get it. That's a perfect way to put it, Greg. They get a seat at the table, but ultimately the boss or the owner you you're, you're pulling the levers, right? So you, yeah, take, it in, you all, take it all. You take it all into consideration. the yeah. players
1: the players want is to be heard. Um, and I feel like a lot of these clubs are are fucking up because they're giving these, these star players, the opportunity to be heard. But what it, it sounds like is they're telling the players that they have more input than, um, than what it turns out, you know, they actually have. So it's, um, it, it ends up being like a huge sort of public um, confrontation between these, these masks. Like we saw it with Aaron Rodgers, Um And I think we saw it a little bit with Russell Wilson Um, obviously not basketball, but, you know, I love, I love me some Celtics and I love the, the track record of continuous improvement each year that I saw since bringing in Brad. Um, but they, they've got some stuff to figure out and I feel like they got some problems. Um, and I just, you know, I just personally have some issues with where Tatum's at right now. Um, and you know, know, he's, he's, he's got this. He, he talks about this, you know, like Kobe Bryant stuff all the time. You're not Kobe, kid. You're not Kobe. You don't have that Mamba mentality. He's a, he's, a du- he?
3: he's, he's a dude. He's like du- 23 years old.
1: He is. He is. Yeah, um, like but
3: Kobe t- wasn't Kobe at 23 years old. Like nobody is at 23.
1: Kobe was Kobe at 19.
3: To be honest. Yeah, well, well, yeah, when he was like going 0 for 14 in the finals or whatever. Like, I mean,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't, I. He's 23. He's a stud. Obviously, our best player, <sighs> probably top 10 in the league. I don't know this cell. What do you think about this Celtics team overall? What do you think about the outlook? I mean, they just lost tonight to the to the Wiz, one sixty one and
1: seven. Give me some hope, man. I mean, I, I don't I, know what it I'm, I'm really
3: not better. here. I'm not here for that, dude. Like they're they're <laughs> like
0: mediocre at best. Like
3: they're yeah, the Patriots.
0: Yeah. yeah, they are mediocre at best. Yep. Like I, how can you how can you? And, and I know they cut him before the season, but signed him right back. But like, you can't expect like Jabari Parker to be playing like. What? No, no. This guy stinks Dude I'm a, Duke, I'm a Duke fan Have been my entire life Jabari Parker can't play pro basketball Stinks This guy's washed right now But like you can't I, I don't know This roster needs help man Brad, Brad moving up into GM I don't, I don't it's, know It's, it's uh, not
3: constructed right Like it's just a bunch of wings A bunch of guys that can play ball But they don't fit
0: Yo um, victorious, Have you been to any Celts games lately I, I went to one last year During um, Corona I think I went to one I
2: went to one
0: – the last game that I
2: went to was Phoenix, and that was – so believe it or not, that was February of 2020. So that was a month before COVID broke out. Oh, um, well. Devin Booker went off that night. It was a crazy fucking snowstorm. Me and Kendra went. Great game. We lost. I bet the over.
0: Let's go. Was unbelievable. <laughs> what a memory. Yo, so I know you're down there in Wilmington. What are the local sports teams? I mean, you go to. Um, what are you rocking when you are you trying to see a game?
3: I I basically wait for the Bruins to come in town and then go see them in Raleigh
0: it's, against Carolina against the Panthers. Yeah, that's
3: that's basically the only move, man. Oh, Charlotte, hurrican-
0: like, the Hurricane. Excuse
3: me. Yeah, Charlotte's like four hours away from here for the Panthers, and the Bills only play here like once every six years. So I don't. I'm not messing with anything else other than that. That's not yeah, bad. Come-
0: how, yeah. how sorry? How far is that? You said like four hours.
3: Four hours to Charlotte. Yep. Oh, that's tough.
2: Oh, yeah. four. Yeah. So if you want to catch like,
3: um, uh, a it's a week. Yeah, it's a room. weekend thing. You got to get a hotel room and shit like that. So. You know You can go chill with Mellow. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's having me. He's not returning my calls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, um, Greg? Any other Celts talk? I mean, it's still so early in the season, but I mean, you know, they're they're looking like a middle of the road team.
2: Greg, yeah. I don't know. Greg, I don't know what your beef is with Tatum. I mean, he's not bad. I mean, he
1: is what he is. He's
2: a stud. He's a stud. I don't I, I just no, I, I don't, don't really. have
1: I don't have a beef with Tatum. No, Greg, no, Greg, <laughs> too.
0: You, you no, Greg, no, Greg, no, my problem
1: you. is with the other Celtics fans and like uh, talking about him like he's something that he's he's not like he's not where people claim him to be. And, and it, like, if, if you're going to be the one and only guy on a team, he's just, he's not the person that's going to just, and, and I don't even think it's possible anymore, unless you're like a Kobe Bryant. I mean, not a Kobe Bryant, like a, a, like a LeBron James to sort of just pick up everyone. I don't think there's anyone else in the league that can sort of pick up an entire team. No, no. Like way. LeBron James. no way. Right. Um, and it's just, and that's just how he, that's how Tatum plays. Like, um, and, and, and uh, uh, Yudoka it, made it a point to like call that out and be like, the guy needs to move the ball around a little bit more and needs to move his feet a little, around a little bit more and, and, you know, move around on the offensive end of the basket. He just kind of, he kind of just casually like struts down there and then stands in his spot and waits for the ball. And then we'll do his little thing and like shoot, shoot, the, in the, in the, we need to move the ball around. He, if, if I see, if I see Tatum, Carrying the ball up the floor, it drives me fucking nuts. Like, I, Tatum, you can go down the floor, give it, put it in the point guard's hands, let's fucking move the ball around a little bit and get him in a position where we can get the defense off of balance and we can get him some better shots. Because Tatum's, Tatum's just doing this isolation stuff and he can score at a higher percentage. He's just not doing it because he's getting into these isolation situations and making all these contested shots um i he can be better he can be better and my problem is with the green teaming Celtics fans that don't know what the fuck is going on and they're just you know they've just sort of said that Tatum is Bryant and it just and i'm sorry i'm i'm fucking ranting right now but it bothers me. uh
0: i think i think you go going a little overboard greg i think
3: the all right so the problem is who's the point guard is it Pritchard is he starting uh,
1: Schroeder. So Schroeder's new, and he had a great (laughs) take tonight.
3: They're both garbage, though. Like, if you're Jason Tatum, why are you giving either one of those guys the ball?
1: It's – well, it's the other way around. It's it's not Tatum giving them the ball. It's them giving Tatum the ball in a better situation. Tatum shouldn't be the one sort of inbounded, like when, when the other team scores or whatever, and then we inbound it. It shouldn't be going straight to Tatum. Tatum should already be up the floor and in position. And a point guard should be bringing it up, moving around, unbalancing right. the defense. Well, I don't
3: just—I don't disagree with you. the The problem is they need to get a point guard because those two guys can't play ball. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yes, and I was—I was hoping for um, Chris Paul. It might have been a little bit of a, a stretch, but when I heard, when I heard that he was like rejecting the—not um, uh, a buyout, but uh, what what the fuck is it called? Last year, towards the end with uh, with Phoenix. They were, he rejected like a, a, an extension, I think with them initially, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I just kind of kept my fingers crossed and that's, that's who I target, but it's, it's, it's difficult. And and that's Brad's strategy too, is to try to go through a point guard. Um, But as long as it's, I just need the point guard to be a distributor that can score Like, like, so Marcus Smart and Rajon Rondo are just not good enough shooters. But Schroeder, I think, can be, and he, he does move. He is mobile, like, enough where you can imbalance the defense. And then I just need you to just distribute. Um, and, and and what we're seeing, like, Tatum needs to drive towards the basket more. He's much more effective when he's driving, getting free throws. But when he's doing like he does tonight and in, in, in two of the other previous games where he's relying on these um, – um, you know, deep twos and threes where he's just sort of isolating against someone else, uh, his percentage just isn't good enough. And and I think we just need a, a defender to imbalance him. And, and, and I feel like right off the bat, when the ball gets imbalanced, inbound to Tatum and he kind of just slowly juts up the floor so the defense can catch their breath and get into their position. I feel like it's already like a lost cause that we're not going to score on that time down the field, but, uh, that that's my two cents on it. And I'll, uh, i'll i'll save it uh, maybe maybe it's just too early in the season and, and i'm all wrong but um you know i'm just passionate about it and that's what you guys are hearing from me
0: <laughs> no i think um it's definitely early and i think you know as the revs come to an end as um football kind of heads towards you know there'll just be more time to get deeper into the celts uh i'm definitely a big celts fan could talk basketball i love the nba um I, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's, it's a lot to talk about. We're deep into the episode right now, episode 10. So, um, I don't know. Let's get some last takes. Uh, so again, we appreciate you joining us, man. Hopefully in the future we have some other guests joining us too. Um, I know Victoria's mentioned some wrestling, some, you know, some folks coming on a wrestling angle. Um, so, you know, maybe we got a little, a little list that we can, um, I don't know maybe Henry was talking about some soccer stuff. So, um, yo, let's get a little last take. Let's go around the board. Um, and just take us, uh, you know, final thoughts for this week or just say peace to the people. Uh, We'll start with you, Victorious.
1: I think he fell asleep.
0: Uh oh! Victoria fell asleep. Yo, Greg, Greg Sully, you guys want to hit us?
1: Yeah, I just yeah, I just want to say, um, you know, I'm excited about uh, daily fantasy again. We talked about getting up to 20 people. Let's keep raising that number. Maybe maybe we'll talk about getting three prizes in there. Uh, so, um, Sully, you know, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be coming for you. So, um, you know, let's let's all have at it. Uh, gonna be an exciting uh, another exciting week. So, looking forward to it. Nice,
0: appreciate it. Definitely looking forward to the Listener League. Um, so, anything you want to hit the people on before you take off? We appreciate it again. Just, just the love, yo. We're trying to spread it.
3: Yeah, no, not really, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. I enjoyed uh, chopping it up with you guys for a little bit. It was good times. Uh, uh, I enjoy. I enjoy listening every week, man. You hit me with that that text, the link to this, and uh, uh I jump right on in, man. You guys, you guys do a good job, and uh, I enjoy it.
0: Nah, we we appreciate it. Appreciate all the support, man. Appreciate you sharing it. I know you mentioned like Kaylee was down and you, you, uh, mentioned, you know, shared it with those guys or whatever. So again, we had a
3: little, uh, Maddie and Sean, had their 10th anniversary last week or two weekends ago. So we, uh, we rented a little beach house and it was about 10 of us down there. And uh, I was, I was plugging, I was plugging the pod, trying to get some more, some more listeners. Nice. I love that. that.
0: Yeah. Hopefully they're doing well too. Congratulations to those guys. Happy anniversary, man. Um, Yeah, you mentioned that to me. I had a little giggle when you mentioned it. So, Uh, Hey, thank you for joining us. Thank you to – I'm going to sign off of Victorious. Um, Thank you for joining us. So, Greg, we appreciate all the insight as always. Thank you to the people. Episode 10, 10 weeks in a row for the Revolution Pod. This is your boy, Hav, and we will catch you guys next time. Peace. Love.